Good morning, everybody. Today is the 20th day of Kislev, 5783, corresponding to Wednesday, December 14th, 2022. Today we begin looking at the Alter Rebbe's forward, his introduction to the Tanya. And as I said yesterday, I will be sharing with you some of my thoughts on these readings, not reading line by line, looking at ideas that come across that I believe are important for us to consider, not just as we read the book, but really just in our lives in general. So it begins with the Alter Rebbe telling us that he is a compiler of material instead of an author of new ideas. And I think he does this because, as we will see shortly, he wants to make it very clear to his readers that the goal of this book is a general outline as to how to live a God-fearing, spiritually infused, God-loving life. And he's concerned that by putting his words down in writing, he's actually going to create limits for people. The Alter Rebbe describes how it's more valuable for a person to meet with another one-on-one for spiritual guidance because the person offering the guidance or the person the coach, the guru, the, the Rebbe, is able to look at the person, hear the person, and understand what that particular person needs, as opposed to a book which is written for the general public, or even if it's written for a smaller audience, it's going to be disseminated across various platforms. And as such, it can be harder to really hone in on what an individual needs, as well as the fact that the person reading the book might not actually fully understand it. As we mentioned yesterday, in my own personal journey through this work last year, I did not really gain much because it was very difficult to follow. And part of my impetus for doing this again is so that I can be more focused and try to gain an appreciation for the depth of what the Alter Rebbe Rav Schneir Zalman's message is, and for then and actually for today as well, I believe. So, as he goes through this piece today, as we go through this piece, we're going to see, we will see that there's a lament here. There's a sadness in having to do this. I think a guide, a Rebbe, when they have a small following, there's a certain joy in being able to work with their people And when the following grows too big, which inevitably will if the person does a good job, it can be very difficult to have to pull back and say, I really can't do. But as we know from modern psychology, modern therapeutic works, the idea of self-care, the idea of recognizing the limits that one has are extremely valuable. And I think that in a way, deep underlying this is his idea of there's a limit to what I can do. So let me do this instead. Let me write these pamphlets, compile this book and share with people my thoughts and hope that they are reading it in a way that is meaningful to them and following within my path. So the Alter Rebbe goes on in this piece today to make an equ- to remind us of an equation from the Zohar that the Torah and God are really is seen as one. This means that the idea that from a spiritual standpoint the Torah, the teachings are all divinely inspired, if you will, and that they contain all the different variants of information that we need. 
And he goes on to describe in that vein that we know that in the mystical parlance, Jewish mystical parlance, that there are 600 general souls of Israel. And within this, there are offshoots for each individual soul. And that the Torah being traditionally known as containing the soul markers of all these 600,000 people, uh, the the common notion is that there, uh, that there are 600,000 letters in the Torah, which is actually there's more like 305,000. But the point being that the Torah contains the building blocks according to the system. And the building blocks are, are coming from a divine emanation. Okay, so for the Alter Rebbe, what this means in general is that there should be a message for everybody. Now, that could be a little strange when we first look at it. There's a lot of challenges. We, we go through a lot of ethical challenges, moral challenges, um, legal challenges. And how do we, so how do we reconcile that with this very beautiful, deep concept that it should be able to speak to everyone? And his message that he offers for us is as follows. He says, we have to look at the, what he calls, what he, you know, the word halacha, which he's going to look very, at a very strict sense, this idea that there is a message on the way of life. He looks at this through the eyes of three categories. We have a right category, a left category, and a center category. This is based on how we divide the what's referred to in the Kabbalistic sources as the Svirot, the attributes of God. We divide them into tripartite systems. And in the introduction, he refers to the more famous one of Chesed, Gevura, and Tiferet, the idea of kindness, Chesed, Gevura's strength, severity, and Tiferet, which is the beauty, which is supposed to sit in the middle. The Alter Rebbe claims that if we look at both our revealed text and hidden text, the revealed text meaning the laws, the Torah, the written word, and the hidden text being the more mystical, spiritual elements of the Jewish tradition, we will see that there are pathways that are chesed, that are kindness, that are lenient. We will see that there are pathways that are severe, that are more strong, that are stringent, and we might find a middle ground. We'll find that equilibrium in between the two. And his claim is that somewhere in this, everyone can find their path. Not everyone needs to live a very strict, aesthetic life. Not everyone needs to live a very lenient, everything-goes kind of life. But some of us may gravitate one way, and some of us may gravitate another within the system that it is. And let's keep in mind that he's speaking within a system. He's not speaking on this level of everything-goes. He's speaking that there's a system... But there's a multiplicity of lanes within that system that one can travel on. And each of us can build that lane. We can be stringent in one area, lenient in another, vice versa. Ultimately, what he's going to drive towards here as we end this section for today is in the legal codes, the what to do and what not to do, there's much more of a limit than in a spiritual code, if you will. And there's not a spiritual code. The point being, within the more mystical, Kabbalistic world, there's not a direct spiritual code of how do you love God, how do you show awe of God. There's presumptions that a lot of it 
is within the actions that one takes. But yet, as he points out, if there is individuality within the legal system, how much more so is there in matters that are hidden to God that God only knows? Only God will know what's deep in our hearts. Will God really know that there's a love, that there's an awe? I think for us, when we consider what it means to grow spiritually, I think that's the area that most of us find that can be very challenging because we want to fit within a certain box. We want to fit within a certain system. And yet our hearts are tugging us in other ways. And I think that when we look at the compilers forward, this is the easy stuff, mind you, we see that there is an underlying idea that we must find our own small path within the bigger path, within the greater group. You know, to be a chassid, to be a follower of someone, requires both, requires one to have a certain focus on what that individual is offering to us. And it can go a little far, as we all know from a lot of the unfortunate stories of um, people who have followed spiritual leaders in the past and have found themselves going down very dark paths. But it can be a path of inspiration as well when we realize that we're part of a collective, we're not doing this alone, and yet we can express our individually individuality within that. So these are some of my thoughts for today. Um, as we go forward, my hope is that we can be a little bit more, is that I will be a little bit more focused. Uh, some of the early parts are a little bit disjointed as we kind of set up some general principles. But I want to invite you to continue to think along with me, to reflect with me, to read along in this book if you choose, and to go on this journey and engage in these very powerful, very deep, I think time-honored thoughts that we can learn a lot from together. So thank you for listening to the second session of my musings on the lessons of Tanya and looking forward to continuing this hopefully tomorrow um, with part two of the compilers forward.